Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Well, this is official Texas history right now for me because we're in a parking lot with Ronnie Spears. This is a big benefit for his Aunt Sue. Hey, I, I thank you for being on the show and thank you for throwing this event. Wow, what an assemblage of musical talent. Hey, hey, did you have fun today? Oh, good God. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. It's all about that. Uh, you know, Ronnie Spears, I've, I met him a few years back and, uh, you know, I'm new into Dallas. I guess I got down here about three or four years ago around the Dallas area. And I actually got lucky, you know, for one of the first times in my life, meeting the guys that that kind of just kind of let me in, you know, and and Ronnie Spears was one of them. And, you know, Aunt Susu, she's, she's a great woman. She's the same way as Ronnie, just, you know, take care of you, do anything that, that you need, you know. I want Brian Burns now. <laughs> Where is he? Ronnie's been like a brother to me for a lot of years, and uh, so, so it's always good when I have the chance to, to meet up with him and, and work with him and enjoy his music like tonight. Well, I met Ronnie Spears back in 79. He's a country singer, he's a friend of mine. Brian and, Brian and um, Ronnie um, gave me my first they, they let me do a break one night, and uh, I, I don't know why. They, they had no reason to. And then they just, like, put their arms around me and said, hey, man, you ought to do this. And um, I don't know, I played two or three songs. And, and so to me, this is a debt to Ronnie I, that I've owed for you know, 15 years, and uh, I'm just really proud to be playing it. Could you say hi to people on the show? Because they don't think you're real. They think you're a character that we made up and put on the show. Uh, but, dude, it's great to meet you in person. It is true that I exist, and I will come to your house for $100 and a reach-around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here, sorry. I, you, you never mind $100. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> At least the kids. Let's get a kiss. And I know you and Ronnie go together like peanut butter and jelly. Hey, uh, carrots, man. And if you're standing over by the jukebox, we'll play some Willie or some Hank, or some Merle, cause we don't wanna hear no damn Kenny Chesney. And it won't play Brown Eyed Girl. But if you play some By God Gary Stewart, everyone will sing along. Cause all them folks out there at that cowboy club, they just love them drinking songs. Don't you know? And I just want to say right now, I know this is going to be on the radio, so uh, I want to tell, I want to send out all my love to all the guys that showed up. I can't just start naming off all the people right now at this point, but I, it means the world to me, and it means the world to my aunt. And uh, we sure do appreciate you a whole lot, man. Thanks for coming out, dude. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mrs. North and South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Check is in the mail when 
shirt is on the wire and your ass is in the jail when the river calls your name and you answer with a grin and you wrestle with the blame when the lumber hits the skin and it's time to pay the toll let the truth of wagon Good evening, it is Tuesday, October 21st, 2014, episode 221. I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on The Tom Gully Show, last night I was watching the video that we did of the podcast you're about to listen to, and by that I mean what you're about to hear. We actually shot video that whole day too, and I'm uh, putting that back together as best I can. Uh, to get up on the internet uh, in the next couple days. Uh, you guys are going to love that, by the way. Uh, not all of the video itself is good, but the audio is awesome, and there's plenty of Ronnie and all of his friends. Um, I'll mention them in a minute. Uh, but I was listening to this, you know, the day we spent out last October. Actually, it was October before that, in 2012, uh, in Van Alstine, Texas, where a bunch of just supremely talented Texas musicians got together for the late, great Ronnie Spears. Boy, it still, you know, kind of hits home uh, that day to benefit his Aunt Sue. Let me just tell you who showed up that day. I mean, just a few of the names. Uh, and I, if I leave anybody off of this, I apologize. These are from memory. And uh, naturally, Ronnie Spears was there with Robbie White. And White and Spears played. Um, Tom McElvain, Kevin Deal. Jay Johnson, Brian Burns, Jeff Hopson, Sale Branch, Jared Medulla, uh, Jesse Puente, um, Brad King, Cowboy Lytle, Brian Adam Joyner was there, Cody Jinks was there, Nate Kipp was there. Uh, if I've left anybody out, I apologize. But, you know, what a lineup of great musicians and then great guys, you know, friends of Ronnie. By God, I left Randall Gartman out. So I actually got this podcast finished, listened to it, knew he was there and forgot. And Randall, damn it, I'm not forgetting you ever again, brother. That's the way I roll. While watching that video, I, I realized something, and I have a confession to make. And that confession is I am a 100% total unmitigated fool, uh, as are you, uh, probably. Because I walked around this earth thinking that I could go see or hear Ronnie Spears play anytime I wanted to. I mean, uh, he was so prevalent here in Dallas and all over Texas. And I saw him so many times that I kind of took it for granted. And that makes me a fool. Now, I wasn't best friends with Ronnie Spears. I mean, probably the average person would say I hardly knew him. I mean, I hung around him a couple times. I ran into him somewhat frequently. We always said hi. We always smiled at each other, and he knew my name. Uh, but I'll tell you this. He's a guy whose work I just admired tremendously, still do, always will, uh, along with all the rest of these guys. And uh, I'm a fool because nobody is going to be around forever, and I probably should have done a little more to – uh, let Ronnie know I think he hung the moon while he was here. Uh, so even though I'm a fool, I'll do my best not to make that mistake 
again. Robbie White closes this thing off with his song, The Cowboy Club. And man, it, you, it, you gotta hear this song. It's about the last six minutes of it. And, and certainly listen to everything else in front of that. But uh, that song is an example of what I'm talking. You might crank it up. Once you crank it up, it's going to sound great. Um, sorry about that. You know, that, that's kind of how we roll around here. Um, but right now, boy, I would give everything I have to go back to the Cowboy Club just a couple years ago, uh, get one of Mama Sandy's pulled pork sandwiches, and sit back and listen to what I hope you guys are going to listen to and find is just, geez, just a bunch of really awesome people uh, doing what Texas musicians do, which is tell stories in a fiercely independent way. And uh, no more needs to be said. Hear what it was like as we listened to Ronnie Spears and friends from the Cowboy Club in Van Alstine, Texas, and replay our podcast from... October of 2012, tonight on the Tom Gully Show. Hey there, I love Tom Gully and I love to watch the Tom Gully Show. So if you want to check it out, just give it a shout at TomGullyShow.com. You're listening to the Tom Gully Show. Well, people, October 7, 2012 is a day I'm not soon going to well, strike that. I'm not ever going to forget. And that's because I went up to Van Alstine, Texas, which you'll hear me incorrectly pronounce Van Alston throughout this little audio documentary. But I uh, went up to the Cowboy Club up there to see something called the Rowdy Friends Benefit. And before I go any further, a big tip of the cap to Kimberly Pilot, who wrangled that whole thing together in short order and just did an amazing job of getting an amazing lineup of talent out to the Cowboy Club. It was a benefit for Ronnie Spears' Aunt Sue, and a great example of how the Texas music community comes together. So these are just some of the sounds that you might have heard if you were lucky enough to be there, and boy, if you were there, you were lucky. Uh, it was an amazing lineup of talent. Brian Burns, Robbie White, Ronnie Spears, uh, Jared Medulla, Jay Johnson, Sale Branch, Kevin Deal, Tom McElvain, uh, Jeff Hobson. The names just roll off the tongue and uh, just an amazing lineup of folks. Nate Kipp, uh, Cody Jinks. I mean, just absolutely spectacular. Well, Enough of that. I'm going to shut up and let you hear some of the sounds from the Rowdy Friends Benefit this past Sunday. Just got here at the legendary Cowboy Club in Van Austin, Texas, and we're going to be talking to some people. We'll see just how many that are actually willing to speak to me. And uh, until then, I'm going to drink this shiner so I can spit in it all day. We have 35, and we threw out all these songs. We walked off stage, and we got this brand new album for sale called Whiskey Angel. And we didn't do one song on that album. <laughs> but we sold and we didn't do it. This song's called Loud Monitors and Whiskey. Loud Monitors and Whiskey. Guitar licks that never end. Some people. 
people call it rock and roll. Most folks call it sin. I don't know what it is I'm doing, but I'm doing it quite well. Yeah, the good Lord gave me the rhythm, but the blues have learned my serial. Cheap hotels and painted ladies, pills to get me through the night. The good book says it's wrong, but it sure feels right. I don't know what it is I'm doing, but I love the way it feels. Yeah, the good Lord gave me the rhythm. But the blues will learn myself. All right, Kevin. outside the legendary Cowboy Club in Van Alston, Texas for that great benefit going on for Aunt Sue, Ronnie Spears' aunt. And the very first, I think, Texas musician I had on the program was Mr. Tom McElvain. And uh, you got that new band, Dirty Pesos, and the Whiskey Angel album. And man, I saw your schedule this weekend, and it looked like you were booked solid. We're doing good, man. I'm really proud. We're, uh, we're getting out of Texas and going up north, north and spreading the word up in Colorado, Missouri, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and and uh, Oklahoma and still playing here in Texas. I mean, we're, I can't complain. Jeff Hobson just got done telling me that you and Robbie White were his two favorite singers. Oh, well, that's an honor because Jeff's badass. <laughs> he is. He's something else. That lineup you were just playing with, I told uh, Jeff, this is per square foot the most talent in the universe right now. Uh, those guys up on stage with you were incredible, and so were you. Oh, man, Nate Kip, I've known him for about two or three years punches out great storylines and great vocals and he's got his style and then Cody Jinks with his deep mellow voice and everything and he's tearing up the northwest and doing all that stuff and his last album 30 that he just released is phenomenal and then Kevin Dill's like a hero of mine so we played a lot of shows together but I never stopped telling him how much I appreciate everything he's ever done for me in the last 10 years so it was it was an honor to be a part of that lineup today what you doing for the rest of the day 
I've got a shoot over to Justin, Texas, and I'm doing a song swap with Randy Brown, and we're doing another benefit over there for a little girl named Katie. That's another great thing about this Texas music community, man. If somebody needs something, you guys are all there for them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a family when you start playing. Like we've talked about this before, it's mm -hmm. a family. You always support everybody, even if it's not directly to the artist. If anybody, anybody needs any help, we were given a gift. We got to get back on Sundays. Well, anybody that's out there, if you haven't got the Whiskey Angel album, you better get it out or the devil will come get you. <laughs> well, he just might, or us. We'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for talking to us, man. I appreciate your time. Well, we're here talking with, I'm going to say a million dollars worth of talent, but they're two dirty pesos. We got Brad King and Scott Lytle. Now, Scott, Cowboy Lytle, I got you, I got you. Um, now, you were the band you were with before Dirty Pesos was the Texas Hippie Coalition? That was my other job. Yeah, yeah. That is the coolest name. Uh, not, not that the Dirty Pesos isn't, but I heard that and I was just like, whoa. I think I'm going to drop LSD just so I can listen to you guys proper. Uh, man, it was it was between, I think, Texas Hardcore and Texas Hippie Coalition, so we all decided to go home and, and sleep on it and have a band meeting the next day. And then when I was in the shower the next morning, I was like, Texas Hippie Coalition. That's just got a ring to it, So and it just stuck. You also got that hair, man, and you've got it pulled back here today, but i got to tell you, that is a look. Well, you know, it goes with the image. I know I don't look cowboy. It just got stuck because I rode a mechanical bull for a free shot at tequila one night years ago. And uh, I'm an old metalhead, but my heart and soul is straight up country, especially with an edge. Awesome. We also got Brad King, who's a man of great stature like myself and one badass bass player. Now, uh, talk about your previous experiences in music just a little bit and what brought you to the uh, Dirty Pesos. I tell you, we played with the uh, the Teos Gringos. You know, that'd be the the last band I was in, that great little honky tonk band here in North Texas. Uh, before that, it's just kind of wandering around, you know, between Missouri and Texas, playing in blues bands. You know, getting it all going. So I'm happy to be at Peso right now. That's where it's at. You guys got a real good thing going on. That latest Whiskey Angel release is just out of this world good. And we got to hear a couple of those songs here tonight. And uh, how busy are you nowadays? Well, we're staying pretty busy. You know, we just did a show with uh, Tommy Alverson at the Family Gathering. Uh, we got a lot of stuff on the books going down to, you know, where are we headed next? McKinney. We're going up to Colorado here later in the year. You know, we didn't get on steamboat, but uh, maybe next year. <laughs> we're out there the week before for the for the early goers. Gotcha, gotcha. Not for lack of trying. Right. Um, when I first met the Tejas Gringos, as Brad just referenced to, it was him and uh, Mark Lafon, who's our guitar player for the Dirty Pesos, who is phenomenal, phenomenal player, and it. Once I, I sat down with these guys, I knew right then, that's my bass player and that's my guitar player. And I hadn't looked back since, and I'm way happy about it. I think everybody's happy about it. Guys, thanks for spending a couple minutes with us, and I'll let you get back in there. It's great cause for Ronnie Spears' aunt today, and uh, thanks for showing up. Right on, man. Thank you, Tom, for having us out. All thanks, Peso. Woo! Right on. <laughs> thanks, Tom. I got to tell you right now, this is a great day for me because I got to be meet one of the very first people we had on the show a musical encyclopedia and a guy that did our 9-11 show and was just absolutely 
universally recognized as a very articulate man, and that is, of course, Dave Pilot from Outlaw Magazine. Go to outlawmagazine.tv. Don't make the mistake of doing a .com on that, because these guys are more than a .com. Dave, thank you so much for being here right now. Thank you, Tom. It's always a pleasure. Well, I got to tell you, um, I can't thank you enough for like not only your warm acceptance of my absolutely train wreck of a program, but uh, point me in the right direction in all this music and, uh, you know, all the support you do for it. You and your wife is just amazing. And uh, this event today, we were talking about it earlier. Good God. I mean, you'd be lucky to see one of these guys somewhere. And what are there, 10, 15 of the biggest, biggest up and comers, if not established artists in the Texas music community? That's absolutely correct. I think at last count, it was between 15 and 20. Things vary because there are some uh, some other benefits going around in the Metroplex today. A uh, big one down at Love and War in Texas, and we're out here in Van Alstine. So a little bit of a hike, but a lot of guys coming from all over to just pitch in. And you nailed it. There's a, there's a wide mix. There are a few guys here who are just starting out. Uh, matter of fact, the bland here, band here, Blacktop Outlaw, that uh, I believe they're out of UNT right now, wet behind the ears kids but they're out there working it trying to write good songs and they're here today to learn from people who ha who are established and have been around you got the the mark gormans of the world the tom McElvains, brian burns will be here this afternoon you got uh just a, a fantastic collection of talent jared medulla is driving in five hours from a show in oklahoma wow. just to show up here and play the benefit and help out with aunt sue so it's a fantastic opportunity. Great I know, I know Bat, uh, Blacktop Outlaws in the semis for the uh, Shiner Rising Star Thursday night, I believe. That's correct. Cannot wait to hear those guys. Uh, we've talked about it a lot, and just experiencing it here today, watching all these great artists, just it's old home week for everybody. It really is. I mean, you know, these guys, a lot of times, they all know who each other are. And, you know, maybe at Larry Joe's or Tommy's festivals every year, picking in the pines out in East Texas, they might get to see each other now and then. But generally, you know, they're all working on the same nights. They, they're they aware of each other. They play each other's CDs back and forth. But times like this where they're able to come out and not only share their talent and benefit for a good cause, but they get to shoot the shit and visit with each other for a while. And uh, it's always good to see. You see those smiles on their faces. And, you know, it's a brutal business. Sometimes things like this are where you see these guys sort of remember that, I remember why I, why I got into this to begin with. This is a good deal. How many people do you think we can get to dip today? Considering that we're in Grayson County, Texas, <laughs> I'm going to say every single one of the men and probably 40-50% of the women be willing to take a chew. That, that uh, John David Kent song, My Girl, my favorite thing about it is give me a dip of that Copenhagen. You got a girl that'll dip Copenhagen. I wrote a thing one time. It was, uh, if a girl brings home skull for you, propose immediately. I got to agree. I got to agree. I dated uh, two girls over the years that dipped. That was, uh, that was always an adventure, but uh, they, they were not to be trifled with. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again. I appreciate your time. We better get back in there, man. We're going to miss some. <laughs> right about that. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Hey, guys, we all, need to, we all need to step up if we can and just do what we can, you know, because, you know, here in Texas, we don't always look to the government for help. We come and help each other out when we need it, right? So let's do it here today for Aunt Sue, everybody. Come on.
Okay, I told a story so many times on the show that people are sick of hearing it, and I tell it to everybody. I'm going to move my, move my fancy lounge chair over here for a second, but I was on the back porch of something called the Lunker Lounge. It's a bar me and my friend built on the very back of uh, his patio, and uh, I'll tell you what. I heard Lone Star State of Mind come over, and I had been up, up north, and I just came down for a quick visit, and I just, that, that's what did it. I said, I'm going to do a show. I'm putting every Texas musician I can on. I moved back, got my stuff, no job, no place to live, and came back to Texas. And it's all because of you, Robbie White, I'm telling you. So you have Robbie White to blame. Uh, let, me, let me ask a quick question here. How many minutes do you have to figure into one of your performances to get to the stage when you arrive to the venue? Every artist that's gotten here has, has like, taken three steps forward, had to hug four people, <laughs> tell a story. There's a lot of love in this room, man. That's, that's the way it goes. Uh, we take however, however much time that requires. That's the important part. Well, you know, I don't want to miss no handshakes or hugs. <laughs> well, uh, this is a, like a near and dear thing for you because you're from Van Alston originally, and uh, this is for Ronnie's, and I know you and Ronnie go together like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, carrots, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, just this event and, and what it means to you? Uh, this is all th we're doing this for Aunt Sue. Ronnie's Aunt Sue. She's she's a been a friend to a whole lot of musicians around here, and uh, we all love her. She's facing some hard times with some medical issues, and we're just trying to you know do a little something to help Aunt Sue. And there's there's guys here. I mean, the collection of talent at the Cowboy Club is amazing today. It's incredible. Guys that are my heroes and my friends. Medulla, Jared Medulla just walked in the door. He drove six hours to get here to do this deal. I tell you, I mean, you, you would expect a, a big record label or, a, you know, some giant event to have this lineup. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Brian Burns, yourself, Ronnie Spears, Jay Johnson, Sale Branch, Jeff Hobson, Black Top Outlaw. You mentioned Jared Medulla, Nate Kip, Corey Jinks. <laughs> I'm, I tattooed them all to the back of my back last night. I mean, it is one hell of a lineup. And I understand you did the poster. That is one hell of a poster, man. Oh, thanks, man. You know, I don't know anything about that. I just find something that looks cool to me, and I run with it. <laughs> well, that was a marathon, that run, I'm telling you. One of them deals where it's something that's got to get done, and somebody's got to do it. So, you know. Well, that's another thing about this scene, man. You guys don't wait for somebody to do it for you. and that, It's got to get done. Yeah, and you were talking to me about that. Is that was your, your biggest advice, was for somebody to do their thing their way. And we got 15, 20 guys here tonight that are all doing it their way. That's the spirit of Texas music. We're fiercely independent. And that's why there's no big record label here. We know <laughs> the truth don't sell. <laughs> and we don't pitch anything else. Does your guitar still say Pop Country Sucks on the back of it? I do still have that guitar. I'll have it forever. It's not here today, but I do still have that guitar, yeah. I told uh, Ronnie that I was going to have that tattooed on me as well. I, I'm, I'm picking my first tattoo very carefully, but Pop Country Sucks would be a hell of a good tattoo. I would be honored. That's cool. <laughs> well, Ronnie, thank you so much. Again, I wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't for you. I swear to God, man. I really, I really, I really admire what you do. I think you have a unique sound. Like I said uh, when we talked before, my greatest wish is to get your accent. I, I, I know I'm never going to, but, man, you, you are just so out of this world awesome. Um, I know you guys are going to do awesome big things. 
and we're dang sure going to have fun no matter what happens. One of the very best things about the Rowdy Friends Benefit is I got to hang out with my old buddy Jay Johnson. And, uh, you know, Jay is incredible. Go to jayjohnsonmusic.com. He, of course, opens up every show. Opened up this one with uh, the Truth Wagon. And, uh, well, here's a little story about how I met Jay. A guy by the name of Hash Brown. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Hash Brown. Had an open blues jam every week at the, someplace on Harry Hines, the, the Burger... It was the bar, the T.I. bar. The, it, no, it was called the Burger and Out or the In-N-Out. And it wasn't In-N-Out, but it was something fuck. It was crazy. And uh, for seven straight weeks, I went there. I was right in... in uh, the front of the place and helped him unload helped him load back up i didn't play a note so the open blues jam was not open it was not the blues and it was not a jam and i got real pissed off had way too many drinks and went out to o'reilly's and uh just started acting a fool and playing my harp and this dude with a yogi bear hat a cut off service shirt that said randy on it no sleeves came up and said well that was pretty ballsy and i said well can't dance it's too hot to screw and we sat down and started talking next thing i knew jay johnson himself invites me out to play with his band tuesday night at the end zone right, right, right. i got home emailed about do you know a guy named jay johnson you catch the songwriter of the year jay johnson and then i got all scared so i showed up and stood up against the bar like a schoolgirl. And all of a sudden, Jay, in the middle of the first set, goes, Hey, where's your harmonicas? I said, Well, they're out in the car. And he went, Well, you better go get them then. And that's when I started ruining Jay's music on a nightly basis. But, Jay, you are the reason I'm here. I mean, you know, Robbie's the reason I'm doing the show. You're the reason I'm here, man, and I can't thank you enough for it. I am a huge fan of yours. I love you, brother, and I would do anything for you. So pick carefully, because I'll have to suffer with the consequences. But, uh, man, it's, it's just great to be out here today, isn't it? Well, you got to bring Brother Tom back out. Uh, you know, no. Brother Tom has to resurface. Because <laughs> I, I remember that. I, I remember that stuff. That was, that was, that was one of the, as, as, a, as a performer and, and as an entertainer, I, I, I still remember that night. I was telling Rebecca about it the other, the other day. It was like, that, that, there was so much in that five minutes and I just had to get a little more of it, and uh, so so we brought you out, and, and it, it, it was it was great, just like it always was. You guys welcome me, and that that's like you know the, the whole Texas music scene is welcoming. It's welcoming people. It's a family. There's a whole family of people in there per square foot. There's more talent in that place right now than on anywhere on the universe, and and part of it's right here sitting not more than three feet away from us. Melissa Arnold, you know. She should be doing like Esquire and things like that. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, uh, Brian and Brian and um, Ronnie um, gave me my first. They, they let me do a break one night, and uh, I, I don't know why. They, they had no reason to. And then they just like put their arms around me and said, "Hey, man, you ought to do this." And um, I don't know. I played two or three songs, and, and so to me, this is a debt to Ronnie I, that I've owed for you know, 15 years, and uh, I'm just really proud to be playing it. Well, you ripped it up again, as usual. There's a few songs that are in the usual Jay Johnson repertoire that I don't know that it would make the cut here today in front of this family audience. <laughs> well, you know, um, 
some things are, are better for other things, and you know, you just kind of pick your deal. And you know, I was I was I was up with a great set of, of, of other songwriters, and I just decided to do some songs. And um, so yeah, we had fun. It was a great time. Writing any new stuff? Um, that's going to be a hard thing for me. It's always been a tough thing to to, to write songs, to pour your heart out, and um, to to figure out something to say that's that that you feel good about. And uh, so I I don't know. Um, I'm just struggling to find some things, some new things to say. Uh, my uh, my friend Brian, I hate to drop names here, but Brian Burns wrote a song. Uh, I won't make a record if I ain't got nothing to say. And and um, right now I'm struggling to find something to say. And I I hope um, in the future, you know, that I'll figure it out again. But uh, you know, right now I'm just enjoying playing and, and helping people out and and having a good time. That's all. You know the truth wagon open up some, opens my show up every single night, don't you? Don't you? Well, that's a funny... Uh, th- thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. I, I always say go to jjohnsonmusic.com. Right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. Find, find all the songs there and, and on, on, on iTunes. No, 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 plug, no plug intended. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, um, that, was a, that was an interesting uh, time. And, and uh, I was looking at some things and, and uh, decided to say... Uh, use a bunch of cliches and, and then make up some new cliches and, and it turned into a song and there you have it. I've been told by more than one person the only reason they listen to my show is so they can hear your song at the beginning of it. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. Uh, I know. I appreciate it. I'm the one that's... I don't, I don't quite know what to say, why, why someone would waste um, the opening of a, of a wonderful, wonderful podcast, by the way, uh, why they would waste a, a wonderful podcast with uh, some of my crappy songs. But uh, thank you very much. Oh, it's the truth wagon, man. I, I wonder, because I know uh, I had a senator, Senator Gary Hart was on my program the other night, and I know his people had to listen to that when they opened it up, you know, when your feet are in the fire and your check is in the mail and your bird's on the wire and your ass is in the jail, and he went ahead and did it anyway, so... <laughs> Well, um, yeah. Hi, uh, God bless Gary Hart, you know, and 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 I hope the best for him and and all of his um, let's say endeavors. Okay, Jay, I love you, man. I will do anything. I swear to God, you are a very special man, and and thank you for talking to me right now um, and being seen in public. And actually, pictures are being taken, so uh-huh. you will not be able to disavow anymore. Uh, you will have to travel in incognito. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll have to happen that way now. And I always tell people when I play my harmonicas, you can blame Jay Johnson. <laughs> hey, we got to see Brother Tom again. Okay. Brother Tom has to, has to be resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. All right. Love you, man. He's outside. I want Brian Burns now. Brian Burns. He's calling Brian Burns. Gotta stay steady and you better stay true Else this old world made a mess out of you So heads to the hands and the hearts of the men Who come with the dust and are gone with the wind Heads to the sound of the box chord doors And the wild wind blowing in the guitar chord We got the wild wind blowing in the guitar chord Well, I met Ronnie Spears back in 79 He's a country singer, he's a friend of mine You're gonna cross our path anywhere you go 
From up north Minnesota down to Mexico So here's to the hands and the hearts of the men Who come with the dust and are gone with the wind Here's to the sound of the boxcar doors And the wild wind blowing and the guitar call I said the wild wind blowing and the guitar call Well, I met Johnny Cash back in 92 He talked about Paul, asked me if I knew I finally understood after he was gone There's a whole lot of God in a good train song So here's to the hands and the hearts of the men who come with the dust and are gone with the wind Here's to the sound of the box car doors and the wild wind blowing and the guitar chords. We got the wild wind blowing and the guitar chords. So I've traveled far, or oh, I've traveled wide. I've met some good folks from all walks of life You know they ask me why I live my life like this I tell them all I'm just lucky I guess Well here's to the hands and the hearts of the men Who come with the dust and are gone with the wind Here's to the sound of the boxcar doors And the wild wind blowing and the guitar chords I said the wild wind blowing and the guitar chords. I love the wild wind blowing and some guitar chords. Yes, I do. Willie Red's the name. Look me up somewhere down in Texas sometime. Willie Red. Thank you, friends. I appreciate it. I got the I've got the good seats. I, I can duck right into the restroom when I need to. Well, we've got a true pleasure right now, and that is I'm I'm lucky enough to be speaking with Brian Burns and uh, Mr. Burns. It was awesome as always to hear you. I, I heard you out at the Railhead Barbecue out there in Willowbrook about two years ago, and I have never forgotten it. Uh, everyone in the in the whole Texas music scene refers to you in just in just the most glowing of tones. And you're known as A, a gentleman, and B, a Texas historian and songwriter. Well, I'm an armchair historian. I like to read about it, and if I get fired up about a story, I'll write a song about it. Uh, but tonight, what we're doing here, to me, is what, uh, what we're making history, you know? This is what Texas music is all about, is a lot of friends coming together and for a good cause. And uh, so I'm just thrilled to be here. Again, we're making history right here. Hey, can you talk about your partnership with Ronnie Spears that people talk about? They're like legendary performances you guys out in Love and War back in the day. Well, I think we opened Love and War. I think we were the first uh, guys that played there back in 19... <laughs> and, uh, oh, we had some great times. Uh, Ronnie and I played out there for probably three or four years. And not only at Love and War, but a lot of other places that are not uh, fortunate enough to be open anymore. But... Uh, 
Ronnie's been like a brother to me for a lot of years, and uh, so, so it's always good when I have the chance to, to meet up with him and, and work with him and enjoy his music like tonight. What's up next for you? Where are you going this week, and what do you got maybe working on? Maybe a new CD, some new songs? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm working on a, actually a couple of new CDs right now. Um, I'm working on a Christmas CD that's been in the works for maybe five years. Excellent. And I'm hoping to have uh, some of that completed by next year. But I'm working on a studio CD called Ghosts of the Baker Hotel. And I'm hoping to have that one out by late spring or early summer of next year. As far as where I'm going next, I don't know. This is uh, the last day of about a five-day run. And, and so uh, I'm just looking forward to getting home and finding out where I'm going next. Time to reload. Time to reload, absolutely. Well, I thank you for your time. I know you're real busy tonight. But please, if you ever like to be on the Tom Gully Show, by golly, we'd, we'd love to have you. I'd love to any time, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate uh, what you're doing. Okay, we're out on the back porch, a symposium of the highest story. Robbie White was out here. Jay Johnson was out here. Uh, Kevin Gartman was out here. We got, uh, we're talking right now to Jeff Hobson, who's going to tell us one of the funniest stories he's ever heard. It has to do with my, uh, my, my T-shirt that a lot of my friends are wearing right now. It's been, it's been it, it called because, uh, obviously, the fact that it, that it looks like the image of the Shroud of Turin. And, uh, and it, remind, it reminded me of uh, a story. And I've heard Chris Christopherson and Waylon Jennings both tell this story about, uh, about a phenomenon that happened back in the early 80s, somewhere down in South Texas, probably near Austin, thereabouts. But anyway, and it was in the news. I, I specifically remember this being in the news. And uh, evidently, the figure, an image of Jesus, was beginning to appear on the side of a whitewashed storefront down there somewhere. And, uh, and, and suddenly you had all these Catholic people that were starting to congregate there. And you were hearing stories about, you know, like, like, like people making pilgrimages to the store because certain times a day the image of Jesus was starting to appear on the side of this building. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the punchline, the greatest part of this is when they found out what was going on, the whitewash on the building was beginning to wear off from just weather, rain, whatever. And what was actually underneath that whitewash was an old Willie Nelson concert poster. <laughs> it was Willie. It was it was Willie Nelson. And certain times of day that image was starting to show, you know, you know, through the whitewash. And and that was actually the catalyst for Bruce Robison writing the song What Would Willie Do? Okay. That was the that was the basis of the story, you know, so <laughs> now I ask myself, what would Willie do? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jeff, we're going to have you on the show real soon, and I don't want to—I want to save all that for the show, awesome. for when we get on the show. But Jeff Hobson, man, he just tore it up here tonight, and uh, thanks for coming out and supporting this cause, man. It's been a pleasure to meet you today, and uh, he is Ronnie Spears' brother. Multiple THs <laughs> in the pronunciation of that word. Right. Thank Tom, you. you are awesome, buddy. Well, thank, thank you, you. for everything you're doing for us, bro. I, you I have really no idea. It. You have no idea what an do. impact you're having well, on, thank you. on what we're doing that. here. I appreciate that. Well, this is official Texas history right now for me because we're in a parking lot with Ronnie Spears. This is a big benefit for his Aunt Sue. Hey, I, I thank you for being on the show, and thank you for throwing this event. Wow, what an assemblage of musical talent. Hey, hey, did you have fun today? Oh, good God. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. It's all about that. It, 
having a good time raising you know uh, she doesn't need like tons of money and just a little bit of money and a little bit of support to help help her through a couple operations you know so it's uh, it's crazy the way that uh, all us Texas guys get together and man they just show up in droves man it's 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 a lot of fun well, you're busy right now. I'll carry anything you want in here. I'm not real talented, but I'm, my dad said you're going to be 6'5". You better learn to lift heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I understand. I'm 6'2", and, right. I, I, and I don't. So, <laughs> my dad didn't tell me that. He's about 5'9". So. Okay, okay. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. And, uh, thank you, brother. Best of success on the show here Thanks tonight. Thanks a lot, man. you got a great show going on. Thank I just you. I just want to let you know, man, I, I listen. And it, okay. it's coolness, man. Okay, Thanks good. for having me on last week, man. Oh, it was, it was re- very Any cool. Any damn time. Hey, it, it, follow us around a little bit. You'll see more of this kind of stuff. Okay. That's what okay. we do. All right, man. That's, that's what we do. And that greatness is you've already talked to everybody today. So they're, they're just great folks, man. Yeah. Thanks, I appreciate it. You bet, man. I and and I just want to say right now, I know this is going to be on the radio, so uh, I want to tell, I want to send out all my love to all the guys that showed up. I can't just start naming off all the people right now at this point, but I, it means the world to me, and it means the world to my aunt. And uh, we sure do appreciate you a whole lot, man. Thanks for coming out, dude. Thank you. One of the most popular guests we've ever had is uh, Sale Branch. And I'm not even going to say anymore. I'm just going to let everybody say it uh, along with Sale. I think a lot of people have probably from time to time looked at Sale with their jaw hanging open. <laughs> um, there's a girl. I mean, uh, his hands are the size. One, one of his hands. Meat hooks. It's the size of my head. They're meat hooks, man. Look at that. Those are like friggin' bratwursts. Those aren't fingers. And you know, there's a girl in New York City. She's not even a girl. She's probably my age. And she's called Skate Woman. And she is a superhero that sings dance music that teaches people to inline skate, okay? So I post the video of Cell Branch doing 29 days, and I get this, this post underneath it that says, cool, like 42 Z, uh, O's and then an L. So I want to just say, Cell, could you, could you say hi to people on the show? Because they don't think you're real. They think you're a character that we made up and put on the show. Uh, but, dude, it's great to meet you in person. It is true that I exist, and I will come to your house for $100 and a reach around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here. Sorry. I, you, you never mind $100. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> At least the kids. Just the kids. Right? No, I do exist, and my hands do look like bushels of bananas. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm very well, fortunate well, to be well, in the position that I'm in. I used to walk into music stores. As I was starting out, and uh, the owners of the stores would go, you're not going to come in here and play an instrument, are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try, damn it. And, well, but not the expensive ones. I don't know. Not the expensive ones, no, because I break those over my knee. Um, I'm six foot four, and I'm a big teddy bear, and I will come to your house and play a show. Give me a holler. I need, I need a job. I need work, because... I'm like totally bipolar, ADD crazy, and I need something to do. I'm not like, I won't like kill you or your family, but I just like totally obsessed and consumed by the music. So anyways, I do exist. Jeff Hobson's got something to say about me. I don't know. Yeah, you please do. Can I tell you my favorite sale branch story? The night I met this guy, Lovin' Warren, Texas, over a year and a half ago, close to two years ago. It's the night that I, it's the night, it's the night that I met sale Randy Gartman, Ed McGorry, Mike Shakora, and, and several others. Uh, I had just, in quotation marks, come out of retirement. I, I, had, I had raised my two daughters, 
and decided that uh, it was time to get out and start playing again. And uh, we were all sitting out at Love and War one night, and uh, and uh, Ed McGorry was sitting to my right. Sale Branch was sitting to Ed's right. First time I'd ever seen the man in my life. And uh, I was scared to death. I was just getting out, starting to do my stuff again, you know, after a 19-year layoff. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and I, uh, I, first song I played was my song, Novel Sort of Man. And uh, I start playing it and I sing it, you know, and everything's over, it's done. Sales sitting just to the right of Ed McGorry, and, and I finish playing the song. Sale slides that big Epiphone J model guitar over to his left. And he, he, doesn't, even, he, he doesn't even lift up his head. He says, will you sign my guitar? And I was like, <laughs> prompts, prompts. You remember that? You remember that night? Yeah, you were there, sitting right across from me. I, I, I never met the guy. He just walked in, and, and I finished playing my song. And he, he just has his head down like this, and he slides that big Epiphone guitar over and says, will you sign my guitar? One of the greatest moments of my life. Greatest moments of my life. And a great story. Thanks for telling it. I wouldn't say no to him just out of fear, but I understand it was a different emotion on your part. I was like, whose name do you want me to sign? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll write whatever you want. <laughs> that $100 offer sale made was genuine. And just to show you just how generous this Texas music community is, somebody came up with 100 bucks for sale to do a song. Here's a little taste of it. And of course that $100 went straight into the fund to help benefit Ronnie's Aunt Sue. This is uh, probably one of the be most beautiful songs that I've ever been part of and written. It's called Harvest of Heartache. Down this road I go Not sure I'm heading if it's where I long as I get off this dead end street. No, I can't be. This heartache road seems that I've been on free. Full of bumps and potholes, filling with my tears, filling with my tears. Well, we're on the back porch here of the Cowboy Club in Van Alston, Texas. The musical greatness that we've heard all night is just awe-inspiring. And I'm out here with some of my favorite people in the world, Jay Johnson, 
Melissa Arnold, the Texas queen of photography, and uh, Tonto, who I just made friends with tonight, and Jared Medulla, whose music I've been listening to. Uh, I, I first started listening to it on actually Melissa's website, and I asked her about it, and boy, she started singing your praises, and I can see why. I appreciate that. She's, she's awesome. She's amazing. Now, I'm from Indianapolis originally, and I don't even think Mario Andretti in the 24 hours of Daytona sat in that race car for five, six hours uh, going like a bat out of hell just to get here. You were in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, before you got here? Bartlesville, Oklahoma. We were playing the um, Cow Thieves and, and Outlaws Festival up there. And it's a it's a beautiful place, man. It's it's tucked away in this little canyon, and it's kind of a hidden hidden little treasure. And it was actually a gift uh, given to me. The show was from my buddy Chuck Allen Floyd, who's played it the past five years. And uh, he, he told me about it, you know, the past few years. And and uh, he's, he's gone back to doing law and playing music. But uh, he said, man, I, I can't make it. He said, I want to give you this gift. And I said, all right. So we went out there and it's everything he said it was times 10. You know, it's it was awesome. Now you start talking about rugby for a second. Yeah. Uh, you now, now, can you relate what happened? Because uh, I think it's funny as hell, uh, the whole story. And uh, I played rugby myself. And really? I, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, I've only played it like three times. I got invited to play it. I was a soccer player, and they knew I was a goalkeeper, so they put me in the very, very back. And it was a big tournament down in New Orleans. And they said, if the ball comes back here, punt the living crap out of it. And um, and I did, and then uh, somebody tackled me real hard, and I told him, I believe I'm done playing rugby. That's awesome, man. That's that's a beautiful thing, brother. That's good. But your story's way better than mine. Well, I don't know. Which one, which one are you talking well, about? Well, uh, as I understand it, you were at Texas Tech oh. and on the rugby team until. Well, I, I played at uh, – I started out playing at San Angelo State University there in San Angelo and uh, played there for a couple of years. I was trying to go through the RN program, and then Budweiser came and sponsored our rugby team, and that was the first time I'd moved away from home, and and I found out I liked beer and, and playing music a lot more than going to school, and and uh, so I eventually fell out of the RN program and, and moved up to Lubbock for a little bit and went through surgical technology school up there, and uh, I missed rugby, so I, I went out, and we had played tech and A&M and UT and all the big schools, and so when we went out there, I saw a lot of guys that I'd known from playing them in the past and, and uh, uh, made start and scrum half for, for two weeks. And then right before Cowtown tournament came, they started passing out the TRU forms, which is Texas Rugby Union forms. And uh, and I grabbed the form. I was like, I forgot to tell y'all, uh, I go to South Plains Junior College out here <laughs> and uh, I don't really go to Tech. Is, is that going to make a difference? <laughs> and they were they were mad. <laughs> You dumb, back blankety blank, you know, and I was like, well, I appreciate y'all letting me come out and hang with you for two weeks and everything, and, and so, it, you know, but I still I still get to go back every once in a while and play the alumni rugby matches in San Angelo, and it's funny, you know, you see all the, the young kids coming up, and uh, hell, they, they're just like us, you know, just young and full of vinegar <laughs> and other things, and... Uh, you know, and then us old people get out there and we start untying shoelaces and stuff out on the deal and show them how, what it's really like. And we win every time. I don't know how that is, but we do. My uh, family is, has a Welsh background. So as a soccer player, I was known as the wimp of the whole family. You know, 
uh, they're, they're big in the European sports. And I'm thinking, hey, I'm doing the family proud. I'm out here playing soccer. And they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? Aren't you a man? Don't you play rugby? But you know about all the all blacks and all that. Uh, uh, New did, Zealand. Yeah. Do you guys do that like the that, haka? that yeah you do the Kira Warrior thing? We yeah, we don't we didn't we didn't do the haka, but I think uh, when we when we used to play Baylor, they do the haka, and I don't care who you are that that stuff. You know when you watch New Zealand All Blacks do it, I mean you get I still get chills. You know I watch I'll pull up old games on YouTube every once in a while and watch the watch them do it, and it's it's still that way. But when we played Baylor for the first time for Angelo State. To get to uh, to the big leagues, you know, uh, we were going up against Baylor, and they started doing that, and I'd never even heard of the Hawka before. And I think it's called the Hawka. I hope I'm not. <laughs> Might be the Tuwaka. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's intimidating. And I see you see a bunch of hairy-legged men out there doing that and yelling at the top of their lungs, and I'm like, you get that fight or flight response. You're like. I'm either going to run or I'm going to start screaming like a banshee and we're going to do this, you know, and then that's all I have to say about that. And that's the great thing about, that's the great thing about Texas music. Here I'm talking to an extremely talented musician and we have, we have just totally detoured into rugby. Um, but talk about this event and playing it and what it means to you, you know, because I want to have you on my show and then you're going to have to talk to me for an hour and I'll know everything from, you know, your birthday to your, you know, favorite comic book. But, but this event right now is really special. And, uh, you know, Ronnie Spears, I've, I met him a few years back. And, uh, you know, I'm new into Dallas. I guess I got down here about three or four years ago around the Dallas area. And I actually got lucky, you know, for one of the first times in my life, meeting the guys that that kind of just kind of let me in, you know. And, and Ronnie Spears is one of them. And, you know, Aunt Susu, she's, she's a great woman. She's the same way as Ronnie, just, you know, take care of you do anything that that you need you know and uh so when i heard about this i said man you know we're, we're going to be up in oklahoma but anything anything i can do you let me know and and you know everybody that's here i mean i'm meeting i'm meeting new faces and and uh re-meeting new faces and it's it don't get no better than this you know this is where uh things like this brings the real real hearts the true people together and it's just fun and so it made the it made the trip from oklahoma 50 times faster than than heading up that way to go play that show you know so. speaking of 50 times faster my last two questions are uh or maybe three questions what was your top speed on the way here and um where's your next show and how many hours will it take to get there uh, well i i uh i drive like an old man I'm that guy that everybody gets mad at all the time. And so, you know, I'm from a town of about 700 people. And so moving up to a four-lane highway a few years back, I was that butthole driving 45 miles per hour, scared, you know, out of my wits. And I've learned to speed up since then. But uh, I think I got about top speed of 72 in a 75-mile-per-hour zone <laughs> dragging that trailer. And uh, that was flying for me. But... Uh, I've got an acoustic show Tuesday at a Whiskey and Rye in Fort Worth. I've never played it before, but I hear it's great. My buddy Nate Kip, I asked him to come play it with sure. me, and uh, I love Nate Kip. Have you met Nate Kip? Well, I met, met him just today. He's not feeling well, but he came yeah, out anyway. He's not. He's a, I heard he's not, but that, that man, 
you know, you come across people in, in the music business and, and there's a lot of good people, but there's there's very few and far between that I've I found, and I don't know if it's timing or, or what, but that really have the true heart, that are just great people that, man, you would bend over and, uh, backwards and do anything in the world for. And like, everybody here tonight are those people, you know, and, uh, and Nate Kipps definitely one of them. You know, that's a, that's a good man right there. Well, I'm looking forward to having you on the show, and thanks for talking with us, man. I appreciate it. Man, you're easy to talk to, brother. And and she told me that Melissa, Melissa Arnold from Highway82MusicReview.com told me that. So, I appreciate you. Hey, Melissa is 75% of my show because I use her pictures on my show all the time. So, man, I'm, I'm a shout out to her. I'm I'm grateful to her too. And you're you can you can hear you can you can hear her interview anytime you want. It's archived forever. That's so. awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. The following is just a snippet, the very last end of a tale I'll call The Tale of the Biscuritos, which is a uh, impromptu recipe created by uh, Jared Medulla, and it's told by Tonto, also known as Jesse Puente. <laughs> Heat them up, and they swelled up. And anyway, then he, then he, hit, he didn't have no bacon, so he got some bacos. <laughs> he put some bacos. <laughs> this dude, this dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. this dude made. <laughs> Cured a hangover, and you don't even know it. <laughs> that was badass, dude. White boy Mexicano. I tell you, hey, I tell you what. Shit. He said you'll love it. <laughs> he just looked at it, took it home with him. He didn't even eat it. <laughs> We're going to finish things up with just three songs from, uh, I guess, kind of the headliners. Uh, They both started out at the Cowboy Club. Ronnie Spears and Robbie White. First song's Who Gave You the Right. The second song is Tequila Talking. And the last song, man, I love this one. It is a very appropriate song. It's called The Cowboy Club. And I'm telling you, Thanks to everybody who came out and supported. Thanks to everybody who had the courtesy and pity to talk to me. And, uh, boy, if you get a chance, go on and see some of these great artists live or buy their music online or in person. Now let's just sit back and listen. I recorded it as best I can. I hope you enjoy it. Take my advice 
Texas. What's up, friends? Yeah. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, all of you, for showing up. There's a bunch of love in the room today. How about a big hand for all the awesome artists you've seen today? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, wholeheartedly. Appreciate that. How about a big hand for Mama Sandy and the staff at the Little Cowboy Club? And that pulled pork sandwich that she built all herself. And if you buy a pork pork sandwich, it goes into Sue's fun. Thank you, Mama Sandy. I appreciate it. They're awesome, aren't they? It's cool. Well, if you're driving out of Dallas, you're going north on 75. There's a place at exit 52 across the Grayson County line. Well, you can pull up in your pickup or on your Harley or in your car. Well, it ain't nothing fancy. It's just a badass little ball. Well, they call the place the Cowboy Club, and they have for quite a while. Now, Mama Sandy, she runs the place with an iron fist and a smile. She'll say, y'all, come on in and take your hat off. 
and pour you up a seat. Can I pour you up an ice cold beer? Fix you something to eat. Now the decor there, it ain't fancy, but hell, they got John Wayne hanging on the wall. If you like to dance, my friend, you're sure to have a ball. You know the burgers, they're the best in town, but the kitchen's closed by night. So y'all hurry up, let's head to the Cowboy Club. We're gonna have ourselves a time. out there at the Cowboy Club, although they don't got a lot, but you gotta stop, shake hands with good old Willie Wayne, and don't take George's spot, oh and don't you say the F word, if Mama Sandy is around, well and don't you dare start a fight, or that bitch will take you down. You better believe that. And if you're standing over by the jukebox, we'll play some Willie or some Hank or some Merle. Because we don't want to hear no damn Kenny Chesney. And it won't play Brown Eyed Girl. But if you play some by God Gary Stewart, everyone will sing along. Cause all them folks out there at that cowboy club, they just love them drinking songs, don't you? Look for the big old neon sign. And 
you'll know you're there because you'll see them cars all parked out there in the yard. And you're gonna love that little cowboy club because living's never hard. My God, I love this little cowboy club because living ain't ever hard. Mama Sandy and we love the Cowboy Club. Hi, I am Tom Gully, host of the Tom Gully Show, and I'm here to talk to you about the Tom Gully Show t-shirts. They're stylish, comfortable, and affordably priced. It's really a great way to show your support of the show, so we'd like you all to buy one for yourself, and even better, yourself and a friend, because they're... Hey, boss, you want to sell more t-shirts? I'm your guy. Oh, hi, Vinny. Uh, folks, Vinny here helps out around the show from time to time. Vinny, you have a way we can sell more t-shirts? I'm all ears. Okay, what we do is we go out and we get a nun. You know, a nun. Then, if we don't sell enough shirts within about five minutes, we take a meat cleaver and we start chopping off her toes one at a time. Bam! Off flies another toe. Oh, no, no, no. Good Christ. No, no. We're not doing something like that. What makes you think something like that could even work? Well, you know, works when you use a, a crippled kid instead of a nun. Folks, we'd appreciate it if you'd go to the TomGullyShow.com and buy a t-shirt or 20. to thank Ronnie Spears uh, for being such a welcoming, talented, devoted, kind-hearted man. Uh, peace and strength to all those who are feeling it today from Ronnie's passing. Uh, boy, I just hope Brian Burns and Robbie White and Jeff Hobson and all those guys are, are there. You know, I could go down list Jay Johnson, you know, all of them. I, I hope you guys are all doing all right today and are trying to maybe do what I'm doing, which is turn that frown upside down by thinking of all that great music and all those good times and all those people that uh, Ronnie touched in a way with his music that is just indescribable. So, uh, again, peace and strength to you. Folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages and spread the word and spread some of this great music and... Uh, Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show, but you know, don't even do that. All the people I mentioned in this podcast, don't spread this show. Go, go to those pages, listen to their songs, share their Facebook pages and their websites and their SoundCloud postings and all that stuff, man, because uh, that's, that's what Ronnie would want, um, and that might be a good way to, to honor him. Uh, we'd appreciate if you'd 
do that. I'm not going to do all the rest of the commercials that I, I normally do because that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, I'm out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. Each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. Go to jjohnsonmusic.com. And each night, uh, wow, Russell Alexander, who's over in England right now, he's probably in London as we speak. Uh, Russell, you're, uh, please tell people you support Arsenal. Uh, you'll be all right in London. Uh, he takes us out with Catch-22 Blues by the Hitman Blues Band. And, uh, hey, somebody in your life that, that, you, that you love being there, don't treat them like the furniture. Uh, no matter how comfortable you get with the idea they'll be here forever. Uh, tell them, show them, make sure they know. And we will see you next time. Well, the bug can't lift a twig For a dog that's nothing big But he don't want to And the dog can't grab a cat A raccoon can do all that But he don't want to And I dream of you at night While you hold your baby tight But he don't want you You can see it in his eyes From the way he tells you lies he don't want you